Welcome to the Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast. I'm your host, Tari Kaya Allen Butler. I am a teen mom turned speaker, author, and mompreneur. My mission is to help you build healthy relationships with your children, level up your mindset, and achieve all you ever dreamed of and more. I will teach you how to level up your lifestyle in faith, family, finances, and fitness. Join me every Tuesday for the Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast. You will learn major keys to stop coming up short on your goals and start leveling up for the type of lifestyle you desire. Ready to level up? Let's do it. All right, testing, testing, one, two, three. All right, we are live. Let's do it. So what is up, you all? Welcome to the Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast. I am your host, Tari Kaya Allen Butler, and I am a teen mom turned author, speaker, and mompreneur. My mission is to help you build healthy relationships with your children, level up your mindset, and achieve all that you've ever dreamed of. <laughs> Excuse me. <coughs> <coughs> cut <laughs> and achieve all that you've ever dreamed of and more. Yes, I will teach you how to level up your lifestyle in faith, family, finances, and fitness. Join me every week for the Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast, where you will learn major keys on how to stop coming up short for your goals and start leveling up for the lifestyle you desire. Ready to level up? Let's do it. <laughs> All right, quick disclaimer. I'm just getting over a cold, so my voice is just coming back. So there may be some spottiness here and there, but we're going to push through. We're going to push through. Um, if you are new here, welcome. Um, please feel free to follow me on Instagram as well as Facebook. Um, I love to share valuable content with you all, connect with you all, chop it up, laugh, all those good things. Um, and also, please join the Mom Keys to Mental Peace community. Um, the link on Instagram is in my bio on Facebook. I'll drop the link in the comments um, by the end of the show. And if you have not, please subscribe to the Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast. Again, on IG, that link is in my bio. You'll just click the link tree that says Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast and subscribe. And Facebook, I will leave that link in the comments as well at the end of the show. All right, so let's get into today's talk. I'm really excited about today. And just to share with y'all the revelation that I have got from today's topic, which is three signs you need a social media break. So if any of you have followed me on social media, you know, if you've been around, if you're a regular, then you may have noticed that last week I was pretty silent. Um, I hadn't really posted anything as far as my email group. I hadn't really sent out any emails in a while. And honestly, I just felt like God was speaking to me and correcting me and convicting me about the amount of time that I've been on social media and what I'm on social media doing <laughs> and how that lines up with him and what he wants for me and how that's pleasing him. So 
Last week, I decided to take a fast from social media, along with some other personal things here in my home, um, some personal habits, some unhealthy habits that I will not share here, but I fasted from those. And when we hear fast or talk about fasting, we typically think about food, right? Or sustaining for food, um, which last week, you know, that was included in my fast as well from 12 a.m. to 12 p.m. I did not eat or drink any type of like sodas or sugary drinks. Um, the only thing that I could have was like coffee or water. So last week I was very intentional about stepping away from those things. And also, you know, during a fast, that is time to be in prayer and seek God and see what he wants from you for him to sh show and reveal things to you to bring revelation and I will say for me personally, I've, you know, always heard about fast and, you know, sustaining from things that are, you know, misleading you from God. But I also knew that when you're in a fast, you're supposed to be seeking God. You're supposed to be in prayer and in his word and stuff. And so I'm really big on making sure that what I'm doing pleases God. So I will say for a while, I avoided doing fast because I didn't know how ready or how committed I was to doing the work in the fast, if that makes sense. So I didn't want to just not eat things or just not be on social media and still sitting around looking crazy or sitting around. And now my attention has moved into something else that's unhealthy. I understood that in, in a fast, I need to be seeking God. I need to be in conversation with him, in prayer with him, in his word and applying it to my life. And I would love to get a sh uh, give a shout out to um, this group that I'm in, this society that I'm in called Blessed and Bossed Up. Um, the founder of that, her name is Tatum Tamia. Y'all check out her podcast, check out all that she has to offer. I pray that God blesses her because I was able to do this fast in a community um, with her as well as other women who are in business um, and our Christians. So I will drop the link for that right now. Facebook, let me, well, Instagram, let me go ahead and do that for her. Um, I understand that, you know, I'm trying to build my community and everything, but listen, I'm all for putting on other people that are doing God's work or anything that's helping me, any resources that are helping me. And this was definitely a helpful resource in my life. So y'all check her out. But I like that I was able to do it in community because it was it was guided. Like she gave us specific things that we should be doing. Daily devotionals. We did like a morning prayer each morning for that week. And there's an app that she has for the community where we were able to just pour into each other. We were able to be transparent share our struggles, share our revelations. So I'm grateful that I was able to do this fast in a community with other like-minded women. So please check that out. Blessed and Bossed Up Society. The link is below in the comments on um, Instagram and Facebook. I'll have it in the comments as well. So I have an app on my phone or my phone has this feature called Digital Wellbeing. And at the end of every week, it shows me how many hours I've had screen time or been on my phone. And then it goes a step further and shows me how long I've been on each app. 
per day, right? So there was one, you know, the week before the fast, uh, my daily report came up for my digital well-being and it showed that my average time on my phone was six hours a day. That was the average time, six hours a day. So me and my, you know, Google sense, I was like, well, what is the recommended time for social media use or to be on your phone? And it said two hours a day. And I was like, well, whoa, I'm way over that. So that was like my first sign that, all right, Tari, you're on your phone a lot because bam, right here is showing me how long. And then it went into the app. So like Instagram, it was like 11 hours a week. Facebook, it was like 10 hours a week. TikTok, you know, all of these social media platforms and this extended amount of time. Then I started breaking down like, all right, there's 24 hours in a day. Okay, how many of those hours have I spent spending time with God or in prayer or in his word? So I began to be convicted because it is nowhere near <laughs> that. I can be honest and say, you know, before the fast, I would, you know, read the verse of the day on my Bible app, um, or I would listen to a podcast or a sermon or something on YouTube. And I felt like, you know, look at me, you know, checking the box, doing a good thing for God. But he revealed to me that there was a, a unbalance in, you know, what I was giving him versus how I was showing up on social media and the amount of time that I was showing up on social media. So that really convicted me. And then I got to, you know, reflecting during the fast of all the signs that God had been giving me, letting me know that, hey, Tari, you need to take a break from social media. Hey, Tari, you've been on your phone a lot. Hey, Tari, you might need to put your phone down. You know, there's a misbalance there. So there were three specific areas that God was signaling me and sending me signs that I needed to take a break from social media. And I wanted to share them with you all um, and pray that it helps you wherever you are in your journey. So the three signs that he showed me, there were some physical signs, there were, there were mental signs, as well as spiritual signs. So I'll start with um, the physical signs that he was sending me. So while I was on social media, I noticed that I started to have frequent headaches. And I'm not a person that has a history of headaches or migraines or things of that nature. So it was kind of odd for my head to start, you know, hurting so much or so frequently. And I'm a person that is anti-medicine, anti-pills. I was that child that when it was time to take Robitussin and Tylenol and all that, my mama had to hold me down <laughs> to give me that medicine. And as an adult, I'm like that now. So I was I realized I was having to pop a few Advils throughout the day, like trying to relieve this pain in my my head. And that's just not like me. That's not normal. Um, and I also noticed like that my eyes started feeling really dry and really heavy throughout the day, especially by the end of the day. It was just like, I could touch the inside of my eyeball and it was like barely any moisture. <laughs> like that's how dry my eyes felt. So those two physical things right there was a sign that, okay, this is connected to the amount of time that I'm like in front of a screen, you know, going from my cell phone, going to my laptop, then watching TV at home. Like clearly my eyes and my brain were connected to screen time and that light from the screen 
so much that it started to physically affect me. Um, now, this is the biggest physical sign from him. And I will say it has broken my heart over time. So at the beginning of this month, um, I ended up having to go to the hospital because I had like severe, severe pain in my right arm. So my right wrist, excuse me, and hands, like my fingers. So I chalked it up to carpal tunnel, like, okay, I've had that before. Oh, I must be doing a lot of motion with my hands. I just need a break. But y'all, at the beginning of this month, um, I was wearing the brace, and some of y'all may remember it in some past videos, but I was wearing the brace on my wrist, and at some point, it was like that brace wasn't working, and it was like the pain got worse. So y'all, at the beginning of the month, it was like I couldn't even hold my hands up straight, my fingers up straight. It was like they were all distorted and turned and there was so much pain in my wrist that the pain started like shooting up the right side of my arm to my shoulder to my neck like in the midst of it happening I felt like I was getting ready to have a stroke like I called my homegirl who's in the medical field crying in tears telling her like girl <laughs> I can't move my arm I'm having severe pain right now like am I about to have a stroke what's going on so she was like, you know, a stroke, those signs are in your left arm. So if it's your right arm, you know, it's not a stroke, but you still need to go get it figured out. So here I am like at the hospital getting all these tests. Um, I've had to go to my primary care doctor, to an orthopedic. And now I'm waiting to do um, an appointment with a neurologist for them to look a little deeper and see what's going on. But I will say I was convicted you know, earlier in this month when the initial pain really got intense, y'all, my hand looked like it was stuck in the position of me holding my phone. So it was like these two fingers were like where the most of the pain was, which is kind of where your phone rests. And then the pain was also shooting down my thumb and wrist. So I was like, oh my God. Have I been on my phone that much that like my wrist is contorting to the way that I hold my phone and like the pain is affecting me so bad that now I can't even use my hand like it hurt for me to text. I wasn't able to like put my hair in a ponytail. I was barely able to change my baby. And y'all know I bake cookies. So I wasn't even able to like mix the dough or roll like I haven't baked since mid like the end of august the pain really started like the beginning of september so i haven't baked in almost two months as a result of the pain in my hand which i feel like is a result from me being on my phone so much and typing so much like going back and forth using my wrist and over extending myself so god really really convicted me on that physically and was showing me like, hey, I'm trying to get your attention here about you needed to take a break from social media. And that really made me hear him. Um, so the mental signs that he was showing me is that I started realizing I was easily distracted and not focused on tasks in front of me. So I could be, you know, uh, driving down the road or having a task right in front of me. And my mind would be distracted thinking about content to post on Facebook 
or my mind will be distracted thinking, all right, well, let me get on here and see how many people like this post. Let me check my email list and see how many people signed up. Let me check my podcast and see how many people subscribe. Like my mind was just consumed with numbers of my performance on social media, if that makes sense, to the point where I was so distracted and not present or focused on important things right in front of me. I found myself missing exits when I was driving um, and even deeper, you know, at work. You know, I, I as a speech therapist, I would serve and see the kids. You know, I'm, I'm big and honest on that. But when it came to the paperwork part of it, I was not keeping up with my paperwork. You know, my reports on the kids that I saw because I was spending my time on social media, <laughs> spending my time mindlessly scrolling. And I won't even sit here and lie and say all of it was business. Some of it was just mindless scrolling, just um, over consuming information. And I will say, I feel like I have a pretty healthy timeline. Like most of the stuff I see is about mindset or growth or motherhood or health. So, you know, yeah, the things weren't bad that I was seeing, but the amount of time that I was in it and consuming the, the information was affecting my focus. And it was like a wake up call, like Tari, this is not like you to not finish assignments at work or to let certain things go by. Cause I take pride in, you know, serving, seeing the kids to my best, as well as having my paperwork together on the back end. But I started noticing that that was slipping due to my time on social media. So I felt like any downtime or any time that I was not serving kids, here I am on social media, scrolling, distracted, looking at funny stuff, learning stuff, like just not doing what I was supposed to be doing when I was supposed to be doing it. Um, I also noticed mentally that I was having less connecting conversations with my family, just being very distracted while I was with them. So whenever, keep in mind, I just said I scrolled most of the day at work. I have an eight hour day at work. So I would say at least three to four of those hours, I was scrolling on social media. And remember at the beginning, my digital well-being said I was on an average six hours a day. So here I am at work scrolling. Then I would get home and find myself still scrolling on social media, sitting here in this living room or cooking dinner and in between dinner, checking notifications to see how many likes I got on this, mindlessly scrolling, reading things, seeing what's going on um, and not really being connected with my family, not really being present with my family. Um, if my kids were talking to me or saying something or even my husband, my phone is still in my hand and I'm like, uh-huh, yeah, you know, like kind of that halfway listening, not really giving my full attention. Um, even at like my son's sporting events, he plays football for his school. I would find myself, you know, scrolling on social media, sitting out there, missing big plays that he's doing or missing what's going on, not really being present and paying attention to what's going on. Um, we do a lot of family movie nights or try to find, you know, shows and movies to watch that fit everybody. So we will find something to watch. Right. And then I will find myself with my phone in my hand, not paying attention. And then my kids are like, Ma, did you see that? You missed it. You missed it because you're looking at your phone or, you know, rewind it again. So <laughs> those were mental signs that God was sending me 
And I was ignoring them, feeling like, oh, it's not that bad. Or, oh, you know, the content that I'm looking at isn't bad. It's good content. So it's okay if I'm on here looking at it. But no, <laughs> God corrected me. So finally, God sent me spiritual signs, right? And this is where your connection and your relationship with God is really important because this is where you're able to hear God's voice and convict you or correct you about things that are not pleasing him. So I thank God for my Holy Spirit speaking to me. And really I've chalked it up to is that the Holy Spirit is our conscience. That little voice in the back of your head that you hear telling you to do something or not do something, to stop or to go, right? So I heard the Holy Spirit convicted me and told me, Tara, you're addicted to social media. You're addicted to mindless scrolling and you're addicted to over-consuming information. You're addicted to notifications from your followers and you're starting to find your worth and validation, <coughs> excuse me, and your performance on social media excuse me, versus what God says is pleasing him. So that last line really, really got me because I'm big on, oh, you know, I find my, val my validation from God. Oh, I know my worth from God. But it was not showing up in the way that I was spending my time and the way that I was spending all this time on social media and eager to see how many likes this got, how many likes that got, how many shares this got. And I will say, um, as a digital creator, Facebook, you know, has promoted me to this thing where I get paid for my posts now. So I was also, you know, really big on numbers because I knew the more engagement that I got, that meant more money as well. So I found myself being over consumed with the numbers, the numbers. What are the numbers looking like? What are the numbers doing? And God had to show me that. I was finding my worth in those social media numbers and those social media numbers have nothing, nothing to do with real life and nothing to do with what he wants from me or with the people here in my life. So I am here to warn you all <laughs> to pay attention to the signs, like pay attention to whatever God is telling you if it's too much for you. All right, let me see. All right, I'm reading Facebook comments. Hey, Lisa, how you doing, girl? So Lisa says, my Instagram feed is healthy. Healthy. My Facebook feed is definitely not so much. <laughs> yes, um, Facebook is a little more ratchet for me as well, sis. I will say um, I come here for the laughs and kikis and giggles, but my Instagram, I feel, is more healthy and serious. But again, I come to y'all to say, you know, pay attention to those signs. Don't ignore the warning signs that your mind, your body, and spirit are sending you. Social media is a complex place and it controls a lot of our lives. Like social media is in everything that we do. If you're waiting in line at the grocery store, you hop on social media. Any downtime you might have at work, you hop on social media. When you wake up first thing in the morning, you might hop and check your social media. Like, this is how we stay connected with others. This is where we learn information, where we get entertainment. I know there's a lot of times where if there's not a specific show or movie that I'm watching on Netflix or Hulu, I would rather just scroll on my phone because 
what else is there to watch? <laughs> you know, so we just really have to be careful about how we are spending our time on social media. So I have some tips to help you out. Did I? Okay, let me get back to my notes. Okay. Um, we have the power to choose how social media affects our lives. So here are three things that you can do to kind of, you know, check yourself when it comes to social media and your amount of time there. So the first thing I would suggest is to monitor your screen time, monitor your social media time, monitor your TV time, your laptop time for work, whatever that is. If you have the app on your phone or if your phone has something where it can give you a report on your digital well-being, use that to your advantage. Pay attention to those numbers. If not, then write it out manually or have like a section in your notes phone where you're keeping track. Whenever you get on social media, go ahead and write that time down. 525, I started. All right, do your scrolling, do your reading or whatever. And then pay attention to when you get off of social media and write that time down. Okay, done at 6.03. So there you have a record of, okay, about 30 minutes I was on social media. I would suggest that you do that and add up the total amount of hours that you spent that day on social media. Now, of course, when you're keeping track of stuff, that's when you're on your best behavior, right? <laughs> so try to keep it as natural as possible. Like, Don't try to not be on social media just because you're keeping track. Try to keep it as natural as possible so you can see the reality of where you are, okay? There's nothing wrong with the reality. There's nothing wrong with the starting point, okay? We want those starting point numbers. So my suggestion is keep track. I love that the app um, does it for me on my phone because it's honest. Numbers don't lie <laughs> on my phone because, I mean, it's tracking exactly what I'm doing opposed to me trying to keep track myself. So if your phone doesn't have a digital well-being app, I'm pretty sure there's one out there. Go to your Apple store, your Google Play store, and find something that monitors your digital well-being. All right, once you find out how long you are on social media per day, per week, I advise that you set limits for your screen time. So whatever that total number is, try to cut it in half. So for me, I was on my screen um, six hours a day, so I set a goal for three hours a day, right? Whatever that total number is, try to set it in half. And um, like I said, I just got out of a fast where we didn't eat from 12 a.m. to 12 p.m. So now I have limits for my social media where I don't get on social media until 12 p.m. in the afternoon. So this eliminates me from immediately jumping on Facebook first thing in the morning or immediately jumping on Instagram first thing in the morning. It gives me those few hours to be focused on something else, to be focused at work or to spend that time with God. Like this morning, I was able to have morning meditation, morning prayer, do a devotional this morning, listen to some worship music. Like I was very intentional about not immediately hopping on social media. Then when 12 o'clock hit and I hopped on, you know, I scrolled for a few minutes and it was like, ain't nothing on here. And y'all, that's what we have to be honest with ourselves about. I'm jumping ahead in my notes, but a lot of times we ain't missing out on nothing. Shouts out to my homegirl, Lisa. You know, she checked on me last week like, hey, you know, you good? 
And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm good. Just taking a social media break. And she was like, okay, good. You know, just making sure because you ain't missing out on nothing, by the way. <laughs> and I realized that when I got back on, it's still the same people. It's still the same conversations. Celebrities still be a ratchet, like uh, politicians still doing whatever. Like it's still the same stuff going on in the world. Like I don't know what the fear is of missing out on something. <laughs> and that's where you know that like we're just addicted to the the mindlessness of it, just the the activity of scrolling, not even really connected to the actual information or the actual people on there. Because to be real, like my my close people, I have their number. If I want to talk to them, I'll call them or text them. Anybody else on social media? It just is what it is. They're just on social media, <laughs> right? I have no connection or or deep care for, you know, what's going on in their lives, as I'm sure the same for me, right? So just keep that in mind. And the last tip that I will give you is to schedule no social media days throughout your week. So you may have heard like some financial gurus say, have a no spend day, have a no spend day. So this is kind of a spinoff of that. Have a no social media day throughout the week. So there's seven days in the week. I suggest to choose two to three days from the week where you're not on social media, period, at all through the day, not even for a little bit of hours. Um, I'm going to try to be intentional and schedule those days. Right now, I just have the 12 a.m. to 12 p.m. But I would like to pick out at least three days in my week where I'm not on social media. Now, granted, you know, um, I do have the Mom Keys to Mental Peace community, which a large base of where I serve is on social media. So I will have my days for that, but um, I will also be intentional about days that there's there's not gonna be any posts. I'm not gonna be sharing any content or information. And I've accepted that you all will be okay just like I will be okay. I know there's nobody sitting back, you know, biting their nails like, when's Tari going to say something? Is she going to post something today? Like, I know there's nobody like that, <laughs> right? Um, and I do understand my close circle who may notice those things. But again, they have my number to reach out to me. So um, I'm going to be intentional about having no social media days. And I suggest that for you as well. Um, like I said, I was getting ahead of my notes. We're not missing anything. It's the same people and the same information when you get back. <laughs> Trust and believe. So I want to share a resource that's on Netflix. It's called The Social Dilemma. It's a documentary. Um, such a good documentary that goes in deep about the power of social media, right? So this documentary examines how social media is designed nurtures addiction to maximize profit and its ability to manipulate our views, our emotions, and our behavior, right? So don't feel like you're just addicted just because, or this is something you can just brush off. Like there's a strategic plan behind social media. Your algorithm is a strategic plan. The things that you're seeing are not by coincidence. The way you feel connected to notifications um, from followers and your behavior on social media is not by coincidence. All of this stuff is strategic. And at the end of it is for the higher ups or big brother or whoever to profit from your activity on social media. So 
I highly suggest that Netflix documentary, The Social Dilemma. It's on Netflix. All right. Um, also, no, that's it. All right. So that's all I have for you all today. Again, thank you all for tuning in. Um, if you are new, please feel free to follow me on Instagram and Facebook. I would love to connect with you. Um, if you're interested in joining the Mom Keys to Mental Peace community, come on. We would love to have you. Um, we would love to be your support and your encouragement um, and a resource to help you, you know, level up your mindset and your lifestyle. And social media plays a huge, huge role in our mindsets, whether we believe it or not. Every time you click on Facebook, what does it say in that bar? What's on your mind? What's on your mind? Right. That convicted me a few years ago, like in 2018. What's on your mind? Anything that we share in that Facebook bar is what's on our mind, which means it's connected to our mindset. So, yes, <laughs> we go deep in the community. Um, I'm still, you know, in the building process. But for those of you, I know I mentioned earlier about the blessed and bossed up community that I was a part of that helped me join that. All right. That's a visual of where I'm trying to go with the Mom Keys to Mental Peace community. I know Tatum Tamia has been in business and podcast for like five plus years now. So sis is a pro. I'm still in the building phase, but hey, there's no shame where I am. I take pride in where I am. But um, if you join the Blessed and Bossed Up community, I'll put the link here. That's kind of a visual of where I'm trying to go with Mom Keys to Mental Peace and our support and stuff for the community. Um, also, please subscribe to the podcast. I will have all those links for Facebook in the comments, on Instagram. They're all in my bio. Thank you all so much for tuning in with me. I pray y'all have a great night and I look forward to seeing you all next Tuesday. Have a good one.